0: This is The VO Life, positive conversations about living the voiceover life. Inside into the business and day-to-day grind of being a regular Joe VO. From the humble beginnings to the finally hitting a new level to getting that first big client. It's all about that VO life. Here's your host, Troy Holden. Hey, 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 and welcome back to The VO Life. I'm Troy Holden, your blue-collar voice of choice coming to you semi-live, from the big, beautiful city and studio in downtown Westmoreland, Tennessee, get your uh, get your uh, maps out, folks, and good luck with that one. <laughs> this week we're going to talk about your space, and this is not going to be uh, another one of those. Do your space first, get your space right, get your sound right before you do anything else. This is going to be a little more about uh, once you're you're ready to upgrade. And a lot of you that are following and listening have been around for a year, two years, and you're ready for something more than what you've got. So what do you need or what can you do? I'm going to throw some things at you that you can juggle and think about. And we're going to kind of title this episode Spare Room or Whisper Room, because that seems to be the two things that most people look at. First thing you got to do is sit down and take a look at your budget. And then start looking at how much space you have available. And look at all of the total noise factors in your home. And then look at your long-term needs. And if you'll really go through those four things, then you can start deciding, do I want a whisper room? Do I want to order studio blocks? Do I want to build something? Do I want to change a bedroom over? And the more I think about it, and the more I hear, and the more I see what some other people have done, if you have the ability to use a full room, that's the way to go. You can sound dampen a full room, a quiet room, especially one in the middle of your house that's not picking up a lot of outside noise, and have a lot more space and feel like you're not encapsulated in a box. And I think for a lot of us, that's, that's a great thing because we feel so... Um, I don't know, so jammed up sometimes, you know you you move you can't even straighten your arms out from side to side if you're in a four by six. Uh, you know there's there's nowhere to there's nowhere to stretch out. And uh yeah, I can stand up in mine. I'm about a four by seven, uh seven and a half. I can stand up. I've got my ceiling is at six and a half feet, but I don't I, I'm in I'm encased, I'm enclosed. I have no windows. I can open my door. And uh, when I'm not recording or if I'm editing or whatever, and I try, I have really tried hard to use my editing desk, but I really fail at that because everything's in here and it's much easier to go back and forth from one spot. So I think that's also a big factor. So what are the options out there? Well, you know, those whisper rooms and studio blocks, new ones are expensive. Um, you can order it and have it delivered you got to have a place for a big truck tractor trailer to come in. It's going to come on that. And you got to have a way to get it off the tractor trailer, probably a forklift, uh, unless you're going to take it off piece by piece. And the truck driver ain't going to be your friend. If you're trying to take it off piece by piece, these things are expensive. Uh, If you've priced them, you know, that, uh, new and used ones, you can find a deal, but you may be uh, traveling a long way. And you may kill a couple of days because sometimes the person has not torn it down because you want to see it put together. So when you get there, you got to tear it down, which could be good because it's going to help you know how to put it back together, maybe. Um, but there's labor and time involved, and uh, you know the other things that you got to look at is you know how large do you need it, which size do you want, where are you going to put it. There's a lot going on with that. Uh, One thing I want to throw out there first and foremost, square is bad. You want something odd shaped, um, whether it's rectangular or whether you can get uh, three sides that are somewhat equal. And the other one is like pointed, you know, where you can make like a uh, like the Pentagon, you know, make that shape. Uh, That all that works out real well. But square is not good. Uh, Don't do that. You can also slope your roof. Uh, I, I believe that's a help. I think that helps with the uh, the reflection and the sound. You don't have to do that, but I think you can. And if you can do that, I, I would encourage you to do that. Um, and then you're going to be looking at treatment. And some people think, if, if I go by a whisper room, what do you mean treatment? That's what it is. No, it ain't. No, it's not. No, it ain't. As we say here in Westmoreland, no, it ain't. Um, you're going to be adding to it. You're going to be buying base traps. You're going to be buying some foam. You're going to be doing some things to it. They, they sell kits for them. You're probably going to be doing uh, all of the above. You're going to be spending, if you buy it used and nothing comes with it, you're going to be spending another $1,000 or $1,500. I'll almost bet you uh, from what I've seen on the website. So what's the benefit of building a booth or a room? I got away with a good thing. I'm not in a great position. I've got two outside walls. And then the third wall in front of me, right behind where I record, is my garage. Now that, if the garage doors are down, that's that's pretty good. I don't get a lot of noise out there, uh, except when the UPS guy shows up. But on my right side um, was a storage room. So I'm in the end of a storage room. And uh, the other eight or 10 feet that are left, oh, it's probably maybe a little more than that. Yeah, it's probably about right, about 10 feet. The other 10 feet that's left, I've got a desk out there, but I also have uh, where my cats come and do their business, litter boxes. So I can be recording and they'll if they get in there and start scratching, which they normally don't, uh, I, that's not really a problem. But the other thing is it's litter boxes. You know, I got to keep them cleaned up or it's a mess. And then there's a wooden door I can close. And then there's actually another wooden door because there's a little bitty half bath there that we don't even use. I can close both those doors. Then there's another sliding door going into the main part of the house. It's solid wood and I can close it. I get zero, zero house noise. I don't hear the refrigerator. I don't hear the air conditioning. I hear nothing. What I hear is traffic uh, helicopters, things like that. You're going to deal with that. I don't care what you put in your house—whisper room, custom built room, whatever. Unless you're able to build it out of concrete block in on the interior, and then uh, then put in studs and rock wool, and then a couple layers of sheetrock, you're not going to dampen enough of that outside noise to not have it. You're going to be dealing with that. I know about what time it's bad here. It's usually between six and eight in the morning, and then again about four o'clock in the afternoon. It could go for an hour or so. Um, Any time an ambulance siren comes through, my dogs howl. I got to deal with that. Doesn't matter what you build, you're going to deal with some things. I opted for stick built, and that's what I, uh, you know—two by fours and a door and and whatever. Because it was the easiest solution. It was a good space to put it in. It was away from the other end of the house where my wife could be on the other end of the house watching TV or whatever, and I'll never hear it. I started out in a bedroom across the hall from our master, and she couldn't watch TV when I recorded when I was in my hobo fort. That was not good. Um, That didn't work. One of us was usually pretty pretty irritated. (laughs) Sorry to say, but that's what it is. So, if you have a room you can convert and it's quiet, oh gosh, do it. Get on YouTube and look at uh, people that have built their own panels and put the panels up. And, you know, uh, if you want to do foam, do foam. But those panels are the bomb. They look good, they're aesthetically pleasing. You can build some different shapes. You can build some that are like 12 inches by. I can't remember the length 48 like if you do 12 by forty-eights or whatever and you put them up high and you know put them around and then you can put some of the the wider ones down below and you put them up and move them around according to testing your sound you want to test and see when you sit and record or stand and record whatever you do it, are you picking up reverb and echo and someone can actually hold panels up move them around for you till you get, till you get them in the right place And that's kind of what you got to do. Now, if I were doing this all over again and I had a spare room, I would love to have a spare room. This room I'm in may eventually, I may take out this wall um, on the right side and I may expand, you know, use the whole room someday. That would be fantastic. I like where this is uh, because it's away from the traffic of the house. And a house can get traffic-y, you know. Uh, it was just she and I, but, uh, my son is now here quite a bit. He's 18 and he's here quite a bit, uh, where he's not under siege, uh, by, by a parenting plan so he can stay here all he wants. And he takes advantage of that. And I have a step, I, uh, I'm sorry. I have a, um, stepdaughter that is, uh, here who just had to move back in due to roommates bailing out on her after COVID and people not wanting to work, you know, it is what it is. So she's coming back for a while. So there'll be more traffic and, you know, we've got rules. They know this is what I do for a living and we've got rules and they do okay. So what else do you have to consider in all this windows and doors, house noise, outside noise that we talked about house noise. Your AC kicks on and off. Your heat kicks on and off. You're going to pick that up uh, depending on your environment and your mic. Um, Some people do double doors to help with some of those things, Um, but it's tough. I mean, it's tough to get it where you want it. Windows can be reflective. Sometimes you got to cover those with some really heavy insulated uh, drapes, drapes. Boy, if you live in a neighborhood, uh, I don't know what to tell you. People are going to cut their yards, are going to run their weed whackers. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Now, I have a 30 by 30 shop that I'm considering doing the concrete block thing in. I'm thinking about it. I would have to put uh, its own power service in there. It is actually pulling off the house right now, but I'd have to put in a 100 amp service out there to run things properly, and then I could you know, do some some pretty neat stuff, I think, have a good size room and hang up some, uh, uh, you know, some sound dampening uh, stuff and, and away I could go. Not every man enjoys the taste of true Kentucky bourbon, the purity in the process, the feel as it goes down, the burn. However, no man can deny the fullness of Four Roses bourbon. Now, now back, back to the to VO Real Life, Life with, with Troy Holden. Holden. So if you've got a basement, oh my gosh, lucky you. Basements are awesome. If you've got a huge walk-in closet where you don't feel like you're in there suffocating, that's also awesome. Uh, my mother bought a condominium uh, about, I don't know, she lives about 70 miles away. And it was a three-bedroom, and it was just her. Well, she she had one of the bedrooms converted into a giant closet. So she put those wire rack shelves up, and she's got clothes hanging on three sides. And when I walk in there and shut the door, it is one of the best-sounding rooms I've ever stood in. It's dang near perfect. When you clap, it's as dead as a doornail, but when you talk, it sounds full. It doesn't sound overly muffled. Um, so it's fantastic if you could do something like that, if you, if you could, uh, your wife might really like having a huge closet, but, uh, you know, a good big walk-in closet, a lot of houses have those. And if you can set up and break down and not be in somebody's way, that's, that's pretty good stuff. But the thing is, you know, the sound and the environment and all that is priority one. You want to get all that right. Um, but I do think building, your own versus buying a pre-made structure could be, oh, I know it's a whole lot less money. I built mine for well under $1,000. And that, I mean, that's everything. That's floor covering, foam, lighting, shelving. uh, You know, power was already here. I had to buy a door and, you know, some other stuff, but uh, lumber was a little less back then, but it wasn't a lot of lumber. I only had to build one wall, so it wasn't bad. I did put a ceiling in it. I dropped it down. The ceiling was well over, I don't know, 10 feet probably. And I dropped it down to six and a half. But then another thing I did was I floored that up above so I can store all my VO junk up there, all my extra stuff. And my wife can put some Christmas wreaths and things she doesn't want outside. They can go up there. So it was a, that was a win-win. So some things you want to keep in mind, too, you don't want to burn up and you don't want to freeze to death. Uh, in here, I run a little portable fan heater that you buy at a hardware store or, or Walmart, whatever, Amazon, wherever you want to go. Um, and it'll, I'll kick it on every now and then just to, to bring it where I'm not cold because this there's no vent in here. And this is a cold, very cold area. There's only one vent down in this entire room. And it's it was on purpose because this was actually the back of the garage. And they just walled off seven feet to make a storage room. So it's cold. It's a concrete floor. Uh, there's concrete block, uh, you know, down on the bottom. And then there's a ledge, which is an awesome shelf. I love it. But uh, it's cold. I can feel cold air rushing in around those blocks at times. I mean, it's not it's not very well insulated. This part's not. So, uh, and I also have to cool it. I I bought a portable, uh, there's a a YouTube video out there on that, that, uh, I put up on my YouTube channel where I, I bought a portable and put in here and it does a fantastic job. Um, I'll cool it down and I'll come in and record and I'll turn it on when I edit and let it cool some more, turn it back off and record. You know, it's a little back and forth, but it works. I have been told and, and I've seen it on some postings that if you buy a mini split, they are incredibly quiet. So if you have a whole large room, if you have a eight by 12 or you have a six by 10 or whatever, you can run one of those. And and you, you may be recording, uh, you know, on this wall and it's on the furthest away wall. But what I hear is you don't hear them. I mean, they, they just, that's the part that just the cold air comes out and everything else is outside. And if you try to get the unit outside as far away from where you are as possible, um, you just don't hear them. They're whisper quiet. I, I think that would be fantastic. But some of the things as you locate in your house, think about which neighbors make the most noise. Is there seasonal noise? Think about your family and household noise and, and always Long-term or short-term, you know, I can do this short-term, I'll do this long-term. Think about comfort as well. You need to be comfortable. Um, You don't want to feel cramped and uncomfortable because it's going to come across in your work. Uh, And and then, of course, affordability and budget. Um, You know, that's the bottom line. The budget's going to come in. You just have to set a budget and stick to it and do the best you can with it. Um, Timing. You know, if you have a space now, can you take your time and spend $100 a month or $150 a month? You got money coming in and you're going to invest this much in your booth construction. You know, maybe you frame it up one month. Maybe the next month you start putting insulation in it. Maybe the next month you put up the foam. Maybe the next month you put a desk in it. You know what I'm saying? You can take it a step at a time. You don't have to do it all at once now i did because i had to get out of that bedroom and get into here i didn't have a, <laughs> i didn't have a lot of choice it was really getting scary you know um and, and the other thing your skill level can you build it you don't have to pay somebody and hire it out that's a big help and, and i'm not i'm not a carpenter by any means but i've built a lot of outbuildings and barns and you know, I know how to cut lumber, I know how to build a wall, I know how to put a door in. I'm not great at it. I wouldn't do it up in the main part of my house, but for this, heck, it was great. You know, it's it's fine. The door always shuts, it latches, it's level, you know, the foam looks decent on the walls, the desk is sturdy, it's it's, you know, fine. It's just a piece of board with rubber covering up on top for reflection and it's sitting on, you know, two before's around the wall. And it's screwed into that. You know, it's nothing fancy. Uh, I didn't go buy a desk. It's just a a shelf board, a wide twenty-four inch shelf board. You can do it. You can cut corners and make it work. Anyway, I, this is this may be a throwaway episode, but I wanna wanted to put it out there because there are people that have asked you know, how did you get into a booth? It's, you know, they see it on video and it looks like a a really slick deal. And, you know, yeah, it is. I really like it. I'm proud of it because I did it myself, but it was very, very reasonable. Um, you know, and like I said, I'm talking about everything, my mic arm, all my extra lights, the carpet I put on the floor, the sticky tiles, um, you know, everything well under a thousand dollars i'm gonna go out on a limb and say if i remember correctly and it's been a while it's been a year and uh, over a year year and a half year and a couple of months if i remember correctly about 700 bucks i think uh it might have been just a a tick over that but not much um like i said lumber was cheaper then. i I know it's come back down a little now but uh yeah it's Lumber wasn't the big part. You know, it was, it was it was more. Uh, it was a lot of foam. I bought a lot of foam, and, and of course, I had to buy sheetrock and insulation. So uh, I did put sheetrock on the walls. I, I insulated uh, the wall that I built, and insulated the ceiling. And um, then I had to do rock wool on the garage wall because there was nothing in that garage wall. So I had to cut the sheetrock out and stuff the rock wool down the bottom and up to the top. And then I covered that wall with the moving blankets I was using uh, for my fort. Uh, it, it's not beautiful in my garage to see these moving blankets hung up on the wall, but it helps. Uh, it's not, it doesn't deaden it, but it dampens some of the uh, the muffler noise of people coming by if they they got a loud muffler. All right, well, uh, who knows? Maybe there's something in here that'll help somebody. I hope so. Stay encouraged and stay focused. And um, yeah, if you're in this thing part time, reinvest in yourself and, and, you know, make sure you got a really good space, a comfortable space that you enjoy going to your booth. That's part of it, right? You got to love to go to work. So, you know, I got stuff in mind uh, up on the top shelf. I built an extra shelf up there to sit my monitors on where they'd be up higher and they'd shoot down and I, I could hear them better. And that's worked out pretty good. But when I look up there, I've got a little uh, diecast miniature postal uh, delivery truck. I didn't do that for very long, but it's a reminder of some of the things I had to do. There is a uh, a Dodge Ram truck up there pulling a horse trailer. Hey, that's what I love to do. And then there's my uh, there's a bottle, a Jack Daniels bottle up there, full of iced tea, just to make it look realistic. But it's to remind me that was one of the first solid really solid reads that i did to where i i felt like i had come out of being a total amateur i'm still an amateur but that read uh seemed to really help me take off with my blue collar stuff and then there's also uh optimus prime is up there because i love animation and cartoon stuff and the mystery machine van is up there it's just a bunch of die cast vehicles and my in-laws gave me this big old blue. It's a dog toy, I think. It's a pig, and when you squeeze it, it makes an awfulest pig fart noise. And every now and then, if if uh, my lips are chapped or I'm having trouble making my pop sound, I'll reach up and grab the pig and let him oink uh, if I make a boo-boo. So he's up there for handiwork. And then I've got my signs hanging up. You know, fifty percent slower, fifty percent quieter. Uh, read it three times out loud and. my acting direction of who am i talking to who am i what are the aesthetics why am i speaking to them and how do i want them to feel and there's all kinds of little notes stuck up in here to remind me slow down do it right take your time and do it the best you can so i guess that all comes back to comfort i want it to be friendly and comfortable and i want to feel Uh, like this is, you know, this is my workspace and I want it to be uh, something I'm proud of. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. I built it, so I'm proud of it. Well, hopefully this will be a little bit of a help to somebody. This is one of those episodes that when I have nothing to come up with for a week, I'm going to throw it out there. So I'll hang on to it as long as I can, but I want to put it out just in case you're thinking of upgrading your space and hopefully there'll be something here that might help. Hey, have a good one. We'll catch you next time on the VO Life. This has been the VO Life with Troy Holden on Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. This was the VO Life. It's over for now. Yay! Oh, aren't you all so glad?